<laughs> Not again. Don't start this one off by me laughing again. I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once I start, I can't stop. <laughs> Talking of laughing, me and my sister were dying last night. It's oh, not yeah, even... you had an accident, didn't you? Well, it wasn't... We weren't even laughing because of that. Right, I'll tell you my accident. So I went to... I was getting a book from the top of my wardrobe. I know what you're thinking. She's actually getting a book. I know, I'm proud of you. Um... <laughs> so proud. So I was getting a book from the top of my wardrobe there. You can see it, but no one else can. Yeah. And it's obviously in my boxes from uni. And so I took it down. Everything's fine. Got the book out. Went to put one of the boxes back on. And obviously I was stood right on the edge of my bed and I just fell. Like, <laughs> just fell right through. That wasn't even the thing we were laughing about. We were laughing. This isn't even funny. But she, Millie basically stubbed her toe on the stairs. And I heard it. I was like, did you just stub your toe? And she was like yeah I did and so she went upstairs to her room to get something and then it it took her to come back down to downstairs to then start laughing about it and then we just couldn't stop and it wasn't even funny but I was on the floor you know when I laugh like my knees go weak and I can't stand up yeah I was literally rolling around amazing (laughs) I did that was really funny no stone cold sober oh that's embarrassing no yeah it is but you know we live oh. and we learn. How was your week anyway? My week. Um, do you know I had a lot of downs this week? Oh. A lot went wrong. My car had to be fixed. Oh no. Yeah, that was really annoying. Um my phone broke, but <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't even get into my phone. I, no, my blood boils like immediately when I talk about it. Oh, I just got all hot and Oh my god. We were talking about that the other day and your phone had been with the repair people for about three weeks. Yeah. And still not fixed once you got it back. And I was like, did they just stare at it? Like what did they do to it? Honestly, it was awful. And like we spoke about it in a um, couple of podcasts ago where I was like, I just don't I don't really care about technology. But when you don't have a phone, a working phone for like I think it was six and a half weeks all in total. <gasps> and the only phone that I had was an iPhone 4GS. Yeah, everyone laughed. Yeah, I know. What a joke. Honestly, it kept going to this fucking tech shop and they couldn't fix it and they sent it back twice. And every time I got it back, I was like, oh my God, it's fixed. Literally, like, woke up the next morning, broken. <laughs> oh, I'm so annoyed. But it's fine, I got a new phone, so all was good. But yeah, anyway... Um, so phone broke for the millionth time. That was all sorted. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Uh, She's actually seething through the microphone. Like, oh. I'm so angry. I would have sued someone if I could. I would have gone to a small claims court and I would have sued <laughs> them. <laughs> Honestly, so annoyed. I need to calm myself down. You do. Um, have a minute. But yeah, I did have a really stressful week, and then I went away with work um, over the weekend for. Um, an event with some clients and let me tell you that was stressful (laughs) yeah my god Friday night (laughs) went to bed crying (laughs) don't we all (laughs) honestly awful but then the event went well so yeah anyway stressful week how was yours (laughs) um my week's been great can I just say I love my job oh yeah you started your new job 
Well, I started last week and I just, I absolutely love it. You know, right, you know when I was doing work at uni and mm. I wouldn't stop mm. and you're like, oh my God, you're so passionate about graphic design. Graphic design is my passion. Yeah, um, it literally is. It's like that, like when I get to the end of the day and you know you've still got things to do, but obviously it's a working day. So you sort of, mm. you have to come to an end at some point. Mm. I don't want to. And Aww. I think I think that's when you know like you're in a good job. That's when you know you're in a very good job. Yeah. yeah. But everyone is literally, I can't stress this enough, amazing. Like so welcoming, so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah, nice. My week's been great, basically. Wow. Glad for one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a contrast there. <laughs> I honestly had so many meltdowns this week. I can't even talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so this episode of the podcast, what are we on now? Episode eight? Oh, I yeah. just saw that on the top of our screen, episode eight. Yeah, episode eight. <laughs> uh, episode eight, we're going to talk about friendships. Not just, we're not just going to talk about how great our friendship is that <laughs> we have done for the past seven episodes. Well, we can mention it again if you like. We'll, yeah, we'll dabble in it a little bit. Yeah. If it's, you know, if it's relevant. Um, but we're going to talk about friendships as a whole. So talk about the highs, the lows, low maintenance friends, high maintenance friends, you know, maybe dabbling in little situations we may have been in. Um, yeah, just basically navigating friendships. So can I just also say, I just looked in my little (laughs) like screen where I can see myself. I look like a walking Ikea advert. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a dark blue background she's wearing a yellow jumper <laughs> oh my god I look like Ikea <laughs> no oh it's like wear a brand day <laughs> oh god how embarrassing I must change oh my god no I love it it's such a look oh dear there are worse places there are worse I mean it's a phenomenal shop yeah, yeah. Okay, friendships. Okay. Um, So I think there's different types of friendships depending on like different circumstances, like where you met, maybe how long you've been friends for, um, how often you see each other. um, Things like that, I think, contribute to differing friendships. Like I know in my life, I've got so many different kinds of friends that I go to for different things. And like you are one of few friends that I will speak to pretty much day in day out but then I have other friends who I'll see like once or twice a year don't really speak to them in between that but then like we have a great friendship it's different isn't it yeah there's honestly so many and like there's different sort of friend yeah like you said friend groups so sometimes when you meet people you could probably be on like a night out Mm -hmm. or other situations you might meet them at school or meet them Mm -hmm. at uni or whatever and I think as you as those friendships grow, you then start to realize how they work and how they don't. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for say the the people you, that you're friends with that you might go out with, you know, that in that essence, that side of the friendship is great because and that's where the friendship is the best when you're on a night out because that's where it sort of originated from. Whereas then if I think if you try and you know have that situation with another group of friends which you might not necessarily go out with all the time you may then start to see things you know that are different because you've got something to compare it to yeah Um, and that's where friendships are so weird like 
but it shows you how many different friends you could be with yeah that makes sense no I definitely agree like there's different friends for different circumstances yeah like I know that if I like when we were at uni if we wanted a really like drunken night out there were certain friends that I would go to rather than other friends yeah um and like vice versa like I've always had like party friends and then I've always had friends that are maybe on a deeper level that I could also party with but then also cry on their shoulder and yeah <laughs> like show them like you know like the dark sides of not dark sides <laughs> but like the, the downs and the ups of me yeah but then there are other friends where like they've never seen me cry like they've never seen me upset because I'm just like a party girl with them yeah it's and different. it's really it's really weird isn't it how people then perceive you mm. because I think everyone's got a different interpretation of everyone sort yeah. of thing so yeah but I think there's I think there's positives in having different friends for different reasons like I I don't know if my friendships I would be as happy with my friendships if there wasn't like versatility within them yeah do you know what I mean like if I just had like one friend for everything in life I feel feel like that would get too much I feel like you need to differentiate a little bit and yeah I mean I guess like what you were saying before <clears throat> at the start is obviously we message each other every day yeah and I feel like we do do a lot of things together like obviously we were at uni together so it was obvious you know we lived together party together went shopping together cried together <laughs> we hung over together <laughs> everything basically <laughs> we did everything together <laughs> um so I guess in a sense in in that sense our friendship is one of a kind yeah I think I think it's great like, <laughs> I think it's great that uh, I said we weren't gonna talk about us but here, I know, I here we are I just can't help myself I love you too much <clears throat> I know um I think it's really good like I have pretty much everything in one friend with you yeah. and like same with like a couple of other friends yeah yeah um but at the same time I do feel like it's just healthy to have that balance of being like mm. that that's my friend who I see like every few weeks when we go out and we have a drunken night and we're really silly together but that's kind of all our friendship is yeah and then there's other friends who <clears throat> maybe like for instance know your family and so they know mm. on a bit of like a deeper level that, or they've known you since you were really young or yeah something like that and then I also think it's healthy to have like friends from work I think that's always a really good thing to have because you can blow off steam with them and yeah you have something in common that you share quite a lot of your life with so yeah I think it's quite healthy to do that I think that's where um high maintenance friends come in you know yeah you come across some people in life who I don't know what it is about them I'm not I'm not throwing any hay um but <laughs> basically what they do is they will latch on to someone and then expect to get everything out of them do you know what I mean yeah so basically if you're not talking to them 24 7 they then think that's a problem if you're yeah. not going if you're not going out with them all the time if you're not the number one person that they're always going out with then they think there's a problem yeah um it's an attitude that I've never really understood because no. I would call myself quite not not like crazily low maintenance like I'm not I'm not just like lying horizontal like <laughs> not doing anything but like I I don't bat an eyelid if like if me and you went a week without speaking yeah. yeah in my mind I'd be like oh I really miss her and stuff but like it would never affect anything no and but then like 
in like to further that I have friends that I don't speak to that often and that is never a problem it's yeah. never been a problem I don't have to see them every week and I don't have to speak to them every day yeah I think it <clears throat> I think with those people it sort of just depends on their background and sort of mm. what they're used to maybe yeah and, what they're used to yeah. maybe I don't know how they were at school or or whatever mm. they may not have been exposed to like a large group of different people yeah and so therefore true. they they just take what they know and then they think you know maybe they actually only had a few friends but they got everything from those friends so then mm. when like making new friends they then are like right I need to, you basically need to be my all on everything mm. um but I think when you're exposed to a bigger group of people you know you meet loads of different people you then start to realize qualities in each individual friendship that you want to keep but no one's no one has time to speak to everyone 24 24 hours a day no I definitely know that I don't and no. and I, I don't feel like there's ever a need like no like there will definitely be times when like you and me will text or like when you've got a group chat going on and you, so you're like constantly texting but then that will yeah. fizzle out after like a couple of days the conversation goes and it feels as that I think that's quite normal. I, I couldn't physically text someone 24-7 every single day <clears throat> no. forever in order to, like, <laughs> maintain that friendship. To me, that's just far too much. No, I could only do that with, like, one or two people, which I do, like, you yeah. and maybe a couple others. Yeah, um, but even, like, even ours is loose. Like, like, yeah. like I reply for, like, five hours and, like, and but I I'll still like, keep eyelids. up. <laughs> yeah. Well. I'm like, oh, it's just she's ignoring me you know she doesn't want to talk to me and that's fine <laughs> but you know you've just I mean? got like, used to it by now though some people would look at that and be like they will think that they'll be like a problem oh my yeah. god she doesn't want to talk to me oh my god what have I done I pissed her off mm. and you just gotta trust the process yeah honestly. maybe you have done something wrong and they don't want to talk to you but that's a different it's <laughs> a half you another know, ball game rethink your tracks <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah retrace your steps to get get to the core problem yeah um but the thing that makes it so much easier is social media because you follow all of your friends on instagram or whatever you're all you always know what they're doing so there's there's not really a need anymore to constantly text someone individually and be like how are you like what have you been up to because from a from an outside perspective or like a ghost perspective you sort of already know yeah that's Um, so true which in a way I think is good. I know social media has got such a bad rep, but in that respect, mm. I think it's actually good because it gives you the chance to actually take a breather, not have to put all of your eggs into all of these different people's baskets. Mm. And then you can actually just focus on one yourself because, you know, all your friends are fine. Hopefully if they're not fine, they'll let you know. But yeah, you know, some people don't, it's fine. Um <laughs> that's it yeah (laughs) we we won't go into that um but yeah yeah no I agree with that I think um I think too much low maintenance is bad but like if you're high maintenance in friendships for me I can't always deal with that and I don't always think it's healthy I don't I don't think whilst I think friends and family come first in all walks of life and even over relationships I think friends and family come first but I don't feel like they need to be your like be on end or like 24 seven on your case, like no. texting you because it's just becomes so suffocating at that point. 
Because at the end, if if you were true, true friends, and you did respect each other and each other's lives, that wouldn't be a problem. Exactly. And I also think that, f- I know for me in my life, I wouldn't look, f- I don't know if this is going to sound wrong, but <laughs> I wouldn't look forward to seeing my friends or talking to them if I was just texting them all day, every day. This, yeah, like the excitement and the, what's that phrase? Um, Adrenaline. No. <laughs> No, distance makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> oh my God, you actually just used that. That's genuinely true though. No, it's true. Like, like if I spoke to you all day, every day, knew like every single step that you made. Yeah. When I came to FaceTime you like that week, I'd be like, well, I know everything you've done. Or when I go to see you, I'm like, well, we don't need to catch up because mm. we caught up every minute. <laughs> But like, even like this proves that we don't actually text each other about everything all the time. No, in, we don't. Even when we like, do a podcast every week and you'll say something and I'll be like I didn't know that yeah there are but, still things that we miss and yeah yeah but then I, su- I suppose it was different when we were living together because we really did like I mean you were just there so yeah I was just upstairs yeah I mean you came to the <laughs> toilet with me kind of thing like <laughs> everything was done together <laughs> that's not even a lie you actually did you know, brush our teeth together you know every night yeah sweet you would literally be like I'm going here do you want to come with and I'll be like yeah I can't be without you yeah every time <laughs> we wouldn't even go to the shop without each other no. like the, the, the corner shop <laughs> and if I wanted to go to the shop and you were like no I'd feel a bit betrayed yeah you would and I always used to say no to you and it was really yeah. bad I was just really lazy to be honest yeah really lazy I remember you used to I used to live downstairs and you used to go to the shop for us and I'd be like oh you get me a chalky bar or something you'd come in open my door and just fling it at my (laughs) sometimes I really hurt you (laughs) it's so funny I always remember that like a little postman yeah it's your fucking chocolate (laughs) (laughs) fucking have it um yeah but let's let's get back on track um yeah um yeah, I do. I do think it's interesting, though, how we both, I think, are quite low maintenance and are quite chilled out. Like we give each other space and we're not suffocating each other. But at the same time, we still put in the effort to maintain our friendship. Like, yeah, I've dropped a couple of friends from uni, not even on purpose, just because I haven't put much maintenance into our friendship. Like we don't live very near to each other at mm. all anymore. Uh, it's not like they're not my friend, but it's no. just—it's just like I don't speak to them as regular as regularly as I once did when I was living five minutes from them. Yeah, but like with you and quite a lot of my other friends, and vice versa, my home friends when I was away, I always put in like as much effort as was needed in order yeah. to maintain it. So I suppose yeah. in some ways I'm not low maintenance, but maybe the effort I'm putting in is selective. Yeah. Yeah, and also I suppose it would equate to low maintenance because it's not like I'm suffocating them every day. And yeah, that makes it's sense. Quite, I feel like yeah. that was a really long tangent. No, it does, yeah. but it's also quite new for me and you because we've yeah. only ever known being together for three years. So yeah. since leaving uni, it's been really weird because this is the longest we've lived away from each other. I think there was yeah. probably one summer, but you know that was. Yeah, ago. I think like summer the first summer we I wasn't really around was I I was down here but no I was dead me yes I was dead (laughs) I died she wasn't alive no no didn't hear from her no no she wasn't she wasn't 
No, I wasn't. I was just, you know, elsewhere. Um, but yeah, I think like it's interesting, isn't it? And I know like you'll feel the same. Well, you probably won't because you'll try and mug me off in front of everyone. <laughs> but um, like it wasn't even a question, was it? Like when we left uni, it wasn't no. even a thing. It was just like, well, we're obviously going to see each other and we have. And funnily enough, like our lives are going to match up again come like September pretty much. Yeah. So it's, I think it's just natural and when yeah. things things happen like that that are natural and you naturally see other people you like mm. you naturally do all these things that's when you know like they're your friends yeah we Obviously, didn't even like plan yeah. it did we like what's happening in September but it just like miraculously kind of came together um but no you just got a job in London Woo! so now so now we both work in London we both work in London I'm going to be living there. You're going to be commuting slash staying at my house every week. Yeah, how exciting. I know, it's so exciting. And it's so weird. We've gone completely off tangent, but let us us have this moment. Um, When we finish uni, we're like, yeah, we'll we'll be in Manchester, like, soon. We never actually planned to be London, be our base, but now it is, and it's crazy, but love Mm. it. So exciting. I think it definitely has a lot to do with COVID. It also has a lot to do with the fact that it's a hell of a lot closer for Mm. each of us to to work in. Yeah, but we were saying that we've just moved mad since since leaving uni moved mad we had we had a little appreciation of ourselves earlier didn't we yeah oh my god I said it it to my mum as well I was like because she was like asking oh did you tell um Shep and I was like yeah yeah, I just told her and I was like honestly well done girls like give yourselves a round of applause because like six months ago we were not in this place no it was so weird as well I found a you know snapchat memories I found a video of myself of speaking to someone else and I my face was full of acne this was like a year ago a few days ago my yeah it was full of acne and I was saying in the video I was like hopefully in a year's time I'm going to be in the job that I really want like career I'm gonna get money gonna you know all of this and I was like now look at you okay <laughs> I'm so proud of us so good not to gloat but we we have yeah, we, we have done very well. Very happy at the moment, I think, yeah. in our careers and just life. I'm very happy. Ask us again in two weeks when we've both been fired. And yeah. yeah. My house has fallen through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to um, do a little disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> that was all a lie. <laughs> just put on this one, like, subject to something. <laughs> the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway enough about the episode yeah um I think another point that we should touch on is well this has been a big thing actually since well I don't know when since but when you're in a friendship with someone and you know things start to get a bit hairy as they say you know you start disagreeing you know falling out you there's no contract in life we've used this a lot there's no contract yeah. in life that you that you signed to say you have to be friends with that person and I yeah. think you do realize that as you grow up you realize that if someone has actually done you wrong and you don't agree with what they've done you don't have to be friends with them just because you met in a friendship circumstance like you're more than entitled to just let it fizzle out you know cut it cut the negativity and move on yeah there's I feel like being a girl I have always noticed or witnessed or 
like even been involved in at times like friendships ending and on one side there is so much drama because they're they're annoyed I guess because the friendship's ending it like results in so much drama and then there's this guilt that like they have to be friends like Mm. that the drama is around like trying to sort it out and because they need to be friends there's nothing in life that tells you you need anyone in your life no you don't have to be friends with someone and just because you disagree on something also doesn't mean that you have to um fall out with them yeah and I think you know in you know in school when you'd fall out with your friends and the teachers would be like you know come on like you need to make up I think obviously they do that for a reason to you know get you used to yeah like nice yeah yeah like obviously making up like you know accepting things like that you know going through different circumstances but when you start to get older and when you get to like be an adult you then realize that you have got to stay true to yourself sometimes and not just let your morals slip just because someone just for the sake of a friendship that ideally you know may not have worked because you know they've just there's been this big drama Mm. so yeah yeah no yeah I agree with you I think um I very rarely fall out with friends like yeah and I don't really have any friends in my life who I have ever fallen out with like still to this day um just because I just don't I don't appreciate drama in my life unnecessarily um and like I always think it if like when I've had boyfriends in the past I have never like gone back when they've when we've had a falling out so why would I do that with a friend exactly it's the same concept it's the same concept like you wouldn't want that ex back in your life so why would you want that friend and And whether it's like cheating or whatever it's still something's like a mistake has been made Mm. and I I just feel like I don't need them in my life and I always think apart from family I have always lived without everyone in my life so therefore I can live without them again doesn't exactly I'm not gonna die because they're not in my life suddenly yeah Um, no that's so interesting what you said about like splitting up with a boyfriend and not going back because you know a friend is in your life for longer so surely you'd you know I don't know maybe we're sending a bad message out to people and being like don't be friends with anyone (laughs) everyone no but I just think it's like (laughs) I just think it's like an important thing to say isn't it because it's like yeah I think people always have this like perception of oh my god even if we've fallen out we have to be friends because we've been there's always a reason isn't there it's like we've been friends for so long or we work together or we have mutual friends or our partners are friends it's like none of those things like contractually oblige you to be friends with them and to make up with them nothing does and trust me once you sort of cut those ties that you know are reasonable to cut you will then see you know you'll forget about them your life will actually get 10 times better mm-hmm. i'm not even joking like just focus on you and then you're laughing like as long as you have well to be fair you don't even need people really like you said like if you've got family it's fine but when, once you realize like once you've fallen out with someone then you like cut them off you then realize like your actual good friends yeah exactly you know what I mean like when you fall out with someone you sort of compare that friendship to you know a really good friendship in your life and then you're like well if I really wanted to be friends with them they'd give me sort of the same that that other person's giving me so yeah this is why I I, I say that thing of like don't 
I don't go back to friends that I've fallen out with is because mm. I always look around and all of the other friends in my life yeah. I've never fallen out with. Yeah, exactly. So, so why would I then keep someone <laughs> who like I've had drama with? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's, like it doesn't make any sense to me. It's just a bit pointless. And I always feel mm. like that there's that awkward stage when you've fallen out with someone and then you you're making friends again and it's just like where do you stand never the like, same. I, I hate it's never the same because you know the trust's gone mm. d- depending on what they've done to you I don't know whether they you know slept with your boyfriend or whatever <laughs> but the trust's gone you've then sort of got to awkwardly brush past it yeah and then I, I don't know it's just when you you know when you're in a social situation oh and, god yeah and you've fallen out with someone and then you make up and then it, you're sort of being really fake and then everyone I don't know everyone else around you can just see it I've yeah. seen it with other people when other people have fallen out and then they they make friends again and I'm just looking at them and I'm like what are you doing yeah <laughs> it's just so embarrassing for me like obviously again it is circumstantial if yeah. there was no like drama there was no like mistake on either part it was maybe like you just drifted yeah yeah, or like a miscommunication or something like that like fair fucking play I would make up with them as well yeah we're talking about like a serious mistake where like something's gone wrong like someone bitched about someone else or they were two-faced or whatever it is and then you try to make up and for me I have witnessed it (laughs) so many times and it is embarrassing (laughs) it's hilarious because I'm just like who are you trying to kid honestly like there's also like what is the point like what I always believe with friendships quality over quantity I have always said I could have one or two (laughs) best friends for life no one else and I really wouldn't care I don't need like a massive group of people around me who aren't really that good friends but I'm just doing it for the sake of having friends Mm. It just doesn't, yeah. that's just not meaningful to me. Like, I, sure, I do have, I'm going to sound so aggrant. I have I'm a lot of friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> so many friends. No, but I think the reason why, I, we, are, we are quite fortunate in that sense that we do have a lot of friends. We've got a lot of friendship groups. But I think it's because we know that we have that mentality that we, we know we only need a few friends. Yeah, exactly. And so I think with that sort of attracts you know people and they can sort of sense that on you as well so yeah. as long as you're just a genuine person yeah you'll be fine and yeah, you exactly. stick to like the sort of low maintenance like just do it naturally mm. and then yes you'll find you'll have you'll probably have loads of friends yes you'll have a few close ones which mm. you can really rely on but then I think it's nice to just have all these people that you sort of know yeah but again 100%. You, you don't have to put all your effort into them like every single one because no it's just not not normal no definitely not and I th- also think it's definitely a- worth mentioning because I always wish someone had told me this when I was <laughs> younger your school friends or your friends that you met at college or like I'm talking about like friends that you make before you turn 18 before you go to uni or before you get a job those friends you don't have to they're not going to be your friends forever like the amount of friends I have met since turning 18 is like crazy like I've got work friends that are now my best friends I've got uni friends who are now my best friends I've got like new friends who I've met quite recently who I'm really close to like Mm. I I think there's so much pressure these days on like staying friends with people that you've known your whole life or that you grew up with you don't have to do that like some of my best friends in life I've met like in the last three years 
There is definitely a lot of pressure on that. I'm very mm. fortunate in the fact that I am still really good friends with like the girls from school and like some people yeah. from college. But, you know, I knew that I didn't have to be friends, but it just so happens that I'm in a fortunate position where we do have like a really good connection. Like we are just really good friends and that is rare. But I think people do need to understand that, again, there is no contract to say you have mm. to still be friends with them because more than likely in school you probably went through a lot more drama with them than you do now with your friends in you know when you're older um so yeah you don't you don't have to be friends with them but then if you if you love them yeah friends with them but obviously naturally everyone in school is gonna go in different directions Mm. you can't expect everyone to everyone from school to be in your life all the time do you know what I mean yeah exactly um but yeah, it was nice, like obviously when I went to uni and then I came back and then I saw all my school friends and I just know that they're there, but I, you know, they're always going to be there sort of thing. Like I've yeah. s- I've spent these three years being away from them and the fact that I'm still really good friends with them now proved to me that, yeah, they're friends for life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, I, same with me. I knew even before I'd left for uni, but knew that I was going. Yeah, same with your work friends. Yeah, same with my work friends. Like, all my friends from back home, it wasn't even a question of being like, oh, we still going to stay friends. Yeah. It was just very normal. Like, they kind of sent me off and were like, we'll see you at Christmas. And (laughs) off you go. Yeah, off you go. They actually sent me with, like, a little care package. So cute. I remember your care package. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, like it's just, I think that's when you know friendships are good, when it's not even a question. Like, yeah. And you just, even if you're apart, you miss each other, but you're just, you're like, okay, it's cool. They're living their lives. Like, no worries. Mm. Oh, sweet, isn't it? Friendships. But yeah, so I think we covered quite a lot. Yeah, I think that was interesting. I feel like I could still say so much more about that. I could go so much more like friendships for bloody hours yeah I think there's so many this is the thing friendships in life is something that is always occurring yeah you know it's always a constant in your life yeah and so there's gonna always be something to talk about there's always so many different scenarios to relate to which we can't put in here because we'd be here for literally three years yeah yeah but if you guys want a part two happily yeah. we will do a part two um because I think that's a really interesting topic I think it's so interesting like getting an insight into how people perceive their friendships what kind of friendships they have what are their values mm. yeah I think it is maybe when we encounter more scenarios maybe in the next few weeks we could do a part two yes 100%. a little reflection on- yeah <laughs> I like the sound of that but I think it's time for our game. We didn't do a game last week because it was just an answering questions episode. Yeah. So we thought we'd keep that as like a bonus episode. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But we're going to do, we're back on the games this week. So we're going to do Desert Island Discs. Oh, well, God. Well, it's not called Desert Island Discs, but, you know, the game they play on Desert Island Discs, basically. If where... any of you have never listened to Desert Island Discs, you should all go and listen to it. especially the alan carr episode oh my you've i can't count the amount of times you've listened to that episode every time you'd just be laughing like you'd be doing work and then you'd be laughing i'd be like you're listening to the alan carr does it on this podcast and you'd be like yes (laughs) yes i am (laughs) um but anyway so we'll do 
a song, a book, and a luxury item. Yeah. You go first. Zoe Vincent, if you were stuck on a desert island, what would your song be? Okay, so I've chosen this song. It is one of my favourite songs, and it's one of my favourite... It's probably my most favourite genre of music. I chose Last Dance by Donna Summer. Good song. Yeah sensational song that's the build up in that song, song yeah. is oh I can't even get over it but yes, it's not yeah. my usual type I am a lover of like sad music so normally I would have gone for like an Elton John or a Fleetwood Mac or yeah. something like old school and classic which I suppose on the summer is but I just was in a party mood today so yeah. I went for last dance gotta have a bit of disco in our lives um yeah no that is a really good choice actually yeah so then the book. Yeah. I always struggle on the book because I feel like I just read so many good books and I can never choose. But I kind of have to go for Harry Potter. Really? Yeah. It does kind of always change when I think about my favorite book. But I just think if I was stuck on a desert island, I would need a story that I could get integrated in and okay. really like, because yeah, with yeah. Harry Potter, there's so many little secrets and hidden things in it. So I feel like it would really keep my brain occupied. Yeah, even though you know it. Even though I, I know it, I feel like I could... You, I always feel like when you listen to... When you read Harry Potter or you watch the films again, you always find something new out. I feel like if, if it was your only book on the desert island, you'd also have so much time to uncover. Yeah, even more. exactly. You could create backstories for the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And your luxury item, young lady. No, I always know this one because I feel like... I take this everywhere whenever I feel like I'm going to get bored. But a tennis ball. Oh, I remember you saying yeah. that, actually. Like, I took one away with me at the weekend because I'm just... I'm really fiddly person. Like, I always need something to, like, fiddle with. Yeah. And I have never been bored with a tennis ball in my hand. Interesting. Just, like, also, throwing it against a wall, catching. Really, really good for back knots. Yeah, exactly. Also helps just rub my it back. against a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's also like quite a good weapon if like, you know, if you need to hit someone, just throw a tennis ball at them. Yeah. Versatile. No. Do you know, I, th- I think you've nailed that. But to be fair, you have a lot of time to think about that. Because... Yeah, I, I listen to Desert Island this every week. So yeah. Okay. Always got the little inspirations going around. But go on, yeah. your turn, my love. Okay, so song. You probably know this already, but it would have to be Manana by Santana. Those of you who don't know Santana, um, I'm really sorry, but I can't ever talk to you again. You're literally like playing it in your yeah. head, aren't you? It's um, going round in my head. So Santana has always been a musician that I guess my family love, but it's influenced a lot by my dad, Chris Shepard. I know you're listening. Um, so I've still been brought up on Santana and we always used to say that if we ever ha- could only listen to one artist for the rest of our lives, it would be Santana. Mm. Um, but this song, I just I just love it. Like, I think it's definitely my favorite one. I've got some mm. of the lyrics tattooed on my back because they got some deep meanings. So, Manana Sarasasi basically means like tomorrow will be. So, it sort of leaves it open to interpretation. So, say, like, if you're having a bad day, tomorrow will be better. You know, mm. I love having that sort of link to it I guess um bit cringy but we move on <laughs> that wasn't like me at all <laughs> <laughs> amazing but yeah that would definitely be my song if you haven't listened to it 
go do that now before you do anything else (laughs) um book obviously I don't read as much as you do but there's a I think if I was stuck on a desert island I'd need my creativity to you know keep going otherwise I I don't know how I'd survive so the book I would take would be The Art of Noticing by Rob Walker and it's basically a book which gives you so many ideas of how to notice different things that you might not in like everyday life so one of the examples was you know when you're walking along a street look up don't look forward look up and then see how many different things you like encounter say like on a daily commute or something just like look up at the like sky or you know rooftops and stuff and then just see how your day sort of changes like based on what you've seen which I think is really cool and Mm. I I feel like I'd need something like that to get keep my brain ticking um and then a luxury item would be a boat so I could get the hell out of there (laughs) (laughs) amazing I've been living my this is how different we are if I was stuck on a desert island I would be in my prime I'd be like yes by the ocean lovely you would be like get me out <laughs> I don't I, I wouldn't mind it for a bit like once I've read my book listened to my song a few times <laughs> yeah okay it's time to pack up now let's yeah. go novelty's worn off yeah the fun's over <laughs> yeah let's get some food <laughs> oh, no I'd love it I actually want Desert Islandist to become like real life I'd oh I'd be thriving on that island I think we'd be great on a desert island yeah to be honest we we would just chat all just day long chat so, so much, much shit, shit. <laughs> honestly it's all we do it actually is it's ridiculous <laughs> so bad um anyway that was a fun little game I liked that, that. Fun. maybe we'll do that. that one a bit more because that is fun yeah it's quite fun we have to like try and change it every time um but yeah I hope that was an interesting episode guys friendships definitely are an interesting topic to discuss aren't they yeah definitely because like I said like it's just always happening so yeah exactly always something to talk about yeah and yeah social life is a big part of life (laughs) I guess so choose your friends wisely is what I say that's our advice guys yeah and just be true to yourself because yeah what's the point in not exactly but yeah we could do a part two we don't know just we we sort of do this as the mood takes us so you know yeah (laughs) knows what next week will bring yeah be so random to be honest (laughs) um but yeah thank you for listening and we will see you next week see you next week guys bye (laughs) 